Hello, you are listening to Coaching Professional Women Survivors of Abuse. If you are ready to move past your past and make some serious changes in your life, my Triumph Over Trauma Coaching Solution is for you. I work with you one-on-one from start to finish so that you can move into the life that you deserve. Just head over to KarenMessina.com and sign up for your free confidential consultation. I'll see you inside. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coaching Professional Women Survivors of Abuse. This is episode number 119. So how's everybody doing? It's a new year, and I always say it's a new year. It's a chance for you to start something new or do something new with your life or just whatever makes you feel good. And I'm excited about 2022. I really hope that it's better than the last two years. But, you know, when people say that, I always think you have the ability to make life anything you want it to be. You can make it better, even if the circumstances don't change, right? So for those of you who have been following me, you know that I talk about the self-coaching model and there's the circumstances at the top, but those are facts and not feelings and those are things that just typically don't change. So it's what you think about the circumstance that drives everything else. So, you know, yeah, you know, COVID's still here and it's, my husband's a nurse and (laughs) we were at a party this weekend and somebody was asking him because, you know, he's the nurse. So they always want to pick his brain and know exactly what he thinks about what's happening and what's going to happen. And you know, he said, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. I was like, honey, you're really dragging everybody down. But you know, they want to know the facts from somebody who's a medical professional. So but what you do with that information is what matters. But anyway, it is a little disheartening to think that this virus is just going to keep popping up here and there. But it's what we do with our lives around that circumstance that matters. So anyway, what I wanted to talk about today was a plan for moving forward. So, you know, I coach a lot of people and we, I, I, you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, we talk about a lot of things and we, um, they tell me, you know, everything that's going on. And I was listening to another coach and she was saying, oh, you have to hold space for your client and you just have to let them talk. And which is exactly true. But at some point, if you get those clients that come to you just because they continuously want to vent and they're not really doing the work to fix it, that's where you have to start. Well, I have to start saying we need a plan to move forward. Let's put a plan in place. Now, I am a future focused coach and I love to have a goal for you to be working towards. So if we don't get to that at some point, I mean, yes, we do want to let you talk about what happened and to come to terms with it and to kind of accept the facts of what happened. But then at some point we need to move toward the goal that you would like to have, like finally living the life that you deserve or, you know, finally moving out of the space that was holding you back. But When I was thinking about it, it seems like what's happening or what happened to you is like a magnet, right? The situation you were in is your magnet. So even though you're trying really hard to fight this off, 
this situation keeps pulling you back like a magnet. So what we want to learn is how to release that hold it has on you. I mean, you know, so there's a lot of people who are well past their abusive relationships and or whatever happened to them well past their past and they're living their life, but something keeps sucking them back in like a magnet. And every now and then you feel like you're right back in that situation. And when we let that one situation derail us, well, that's when you need a life coach, but it will set you back. And then sometimes people can't find their way out of it and it will spiral and you'll get stuck right back in your past. So I want you to think about something. And this was another thing that a client of mine had me thinking about. But if you keep saying and repeating and convincing yourself that your life is awful or that you're unhappy or that you're bad or you're a failure, over time, you will begin to believe these things to be true. Just think about it. I mean, here's an example. Somebody, um, a friend of mine, she, I, you know, I let her, she came over for dinner and she took some stuff home and in a container. And she said, um, when she came back over, she goes, Oh, I forgot to bring your container. I'm so terrible about remembering to bring containers back. And I was like, Oh, it's okay. No problem. But she says that all the time. Now she's really good at other things, really good at remembering almost everything else, but that thing she's terrible about. And I believe it's because she just keeps saying that as an excuse or a reason why she forgot. And eventually it gets into your psyche, right? Oh, I'm so terrible about it. And even if that container was sitting on the counter, it, your subconscious will allow you to walk away from it because you have that narrative in your mind. I know it sounds hokey and crazy, but honestly, it's true. So if you keep saying something over and over, you are going to start to believe it about yourself. So that's why when I say you need to be around safe relationships and safe environments, you want people that are going to lift you up and make you feel better about what happened to you in the past, or even just make you feel good about who you are now. The more that narrative gets going, the more people talk about you and you start to believe, I should step back. The more you talk about yourself in a, a positive way and you think positive thoughts about yourself, the more other people are going to see it and it, the whole thing will just reinforce that you're changing. And the more you spend time thinking about your future and about how you want your life to be, the less you'll have time to think about the past and oh, how terrible it was and how awful I am and I'm a failure and I made bad choices and all that stuff. You can turn that negative self-talk around and start to believe a new story about yourself. And then start talking about how great you are over and over as much as you used to say how terrible you were and how awful things are and how bad your life is, right? If you keep saying these positive things over and over, as soon as those positive thoughts start seeping in, you will convince yourself that those thoughts are true. See, this game can be played both ways. Now, you have to do the work to heal. It's a daily lifestyle change, and it's a daily practice that has to happen. I'm sorry, you guys, 
but that's the way it has to be. It's just like when you go to the gym and you have to work out and you know you can't just go once. You have to keep going back. You have to keep working at it. And, you know, sometimes the thought is, ugh, I don't want to go back. This was so hard. And so, you know, it, you stop doing it. You, ha you have those neural pathways that we talked about in the past, which are laid down over your life's experiences, right? And for some of us, they run really deep. And when I say neural pathway, that is your experience. Those neural pathways are what you have experienced in your life. And they are what you know and what you have come to believe to be true. Now, nobody's saying that your past isn't true and didn't happen. But the way our brain works is, and your nervous system works, is that the, these things happen and they stick with you. And your brain remembers them. And you base everything on you know, what, that, what happened, the work that you have to do to change the neural pathway in your system is the daily practice. Listing everything that has happened in your past is a first step. And that's a good thing to do that you've recognized it and you've said it out loud and you want to do something about it, but making a list of what happened to you is not the healing work that you have to do. Any more than making a grocery list is not actually doing the shopping, right? You can't just list everything because what happens is you make a list of everything that happened and then you start talking about that list. And then sometimes people will go to their coach and then every session they're just talking about the list. But what are we doing? We have to put a plan in place to move forward. Your healing work is lived work, right? It's messing up, but choosing differently. Messing up, but choosing differently, right? Facing the same emotions, facing the same circumstances, but making a different choice in that moment, in that moment. The same old shit will keep happening until you make a different choice this time, right? I mean, it even goes for your entire past life because some people are carrying around what their families did to them or how their families treated them in addition, you know, to the uh, abusive relationship or the unhealthy past or whatever happened to you, that was bad enough. But then you're, you know, people are blaming their family for the way they treated them or for the way that they didn't step up to the plate for them or they weren't there for them or whatever it was. So they're carrying that as well. And you have to make a different choice about how you want to think about those things. So when you go back into the same emotional state, meaning something has triggered you or something made you think about something and then you get mad all over again, you get the choice to say, no, not this time. No. You are making a different choice about how you want to feel and what your outcomes will be in that moment. So you have to face your fears and make a different choice finally, once and for all, right? Because you know what those things are. You know what it is that in that moment upsets you. And sometimes it's, you know, running into a person that you have no way of not running into, 
and you don't know how to manage it. And so every time you see that person, you get mad all over again and all those feelings come bubbling up and they consume you. You can't see past it, but you have to make a different choice about how you're going to feel about that circumstance in that moment. Even if you have to say, you have no power over me. This situation has no power over me. When those feelings come up and you start to notice them and not react to them, but make a different choice, that's executive functioning. That's your prefrontal cortex coming on board. That's you taking charge of your life. You start to build this strength in the moment. And then when you do that, you're building a new pathway, right? So if you lay down new neural pathways, those are going to start to overtake the old ones. The healing has to be lived in the moment to heal. And you can't think about it and just talk about it. You have to do it. Maybe it's setting up a boundary with somebody, for example. But letting the feeling come up, choosing differently this time. That's how doing the healing work works. Now, here's an analogy. I heard um, Aston Kipp was talking about this, and I listen to him all the time because he's the trauma expert. He said, emotional wounds are not like a bacteria where you can take a pill and it will go away, right? Bacteria in your system, if you have a bacterial infection, they'll give you an antibiotic and it will clear it up, right? This is like a virus. So, you know, funny, we're talking about the coronavirus, but the virus, viruses stay in your system and they flare up in times of stress, right? So think about this, like um, shingles, right? I'm sure you've all heard about that. The shingles virus is in your system and it has something to do with chicken pox or I don't know. I don't remember, but I'm sure all of you medical professionals are in your mind correcting me right now, but it stays dormant in your system. And it can flare up in times of stress. So what you want to do is make those old pathways and those old patterns of yours go dormant. Like a virus will do in your system. But you also want to create new pathways and make those experience dominant. Right? So remember, dormant and dominant. So what do you want to have happen in your life from this point forward? What is your blueprint for life? What is the plan, the layout? Decide what you can control and what you cannot control. So if you guys are feeling this way, let's lay out a plan for you to focus on. We like to talk about health and spirituality and purpose in your life. One step at a time. That's how we do it. And remember, I meet you where you're at. I like to, you know, just not have to rehash all of the past and all of the things that you've been talking about forever. I just want to know where you're at right now and how can we move forward into the life that you so, so not only desire, but deserve. Because remember, you're better than that. And nothing has power over you. You are in complete control of your outcomes. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.